Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. This is the COB, the stuff you need to know about the day in markets and business and finance. Uh, on the 8th of August, I'm Nadine Blaney speaking with David Scott. Ta-da, David Scott. How it's are you great doing? To be here and ah. welcome back. Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, well, I was going to say a very lackluster day. And it was, although I was on air, you know, 2.45, 3 o'clock, and we saw markets mildly close. Uh, tick into the green and it uh, looks like we had a, a very modest positive end to the session scuddy up by about a tenth of a percent but it was the resources stocks that kicked it out of the ballpark absolutely uh MA activity as we'll get to in just one moment uh, clearly one factor behind that but also some of those concerns about a global recession ebbing a little bit uh, we saw that big big jobs beat come through in the united states on friday evening really reinforcing that the u.s labor market the u.s consumer at this point in time is still looking pretty good uh that clearly has had a bit of a ramification when it comes to some of the performance we've seen across the broader mining sector today yeah the mining sector looking pretty good don't forget chinese import export data we had that that, uh, well, what's it called? The uh, Inflation Reduction Act passed in the U.S., but it is a clean spending bill. And that had a lot of uh, the lithium bugs on Twitter, you know, not just here, but uh, also in Canada and the States getting a bit excited about what potentially could be in it for them. So, yeah, there's a few sort of positive factors um, influencing that resources space. But, yeah, to your earlier point, look no further than Oz Minerals, so up by 35% after rejecting that $25 all cash per share offer from BHP, rejecting it, of course. BHP, I liked this. They said that they were disappointed. Oz Minerals, and it's a quote, wasn't entertaining this offer. Uh, but clearly, Scotty, the market believes there's more money to come. Well, looking at the reaction, it's trading at a premium to where that offer price came through. So putting two and two together and now looking at the, uh, the moves that we saw in the likes of Sandfire Resources as well. Yeah. Seems the markets are speculating on a whole raft of M&A probably taking place across that copper gold space over the uh, not-too-distant future. Well, Oz Minerals was a stock of the day today. And uh, to your point, Nathan Samasandram said, look, it wouldn't have taken a genius to know that there's going to be uh, offers being made in this copper space. Um, it was the stock of the day, as I mentioned. I sat down with him, as well as Francesco Destratus from Ordmanet. Let's listen into what they had to say about how you strategically play, you know, Oz Minerals, uh, considering now there's this offer on the table from BHP and likely perhaps more to come. From a point of view of an investor, look, uh, I'm not going to give our odds recommendation on this because I think today has thrown recommendations mm -hmm. out the window. It's more of a strategy point of view. So I, I think if, you, if you've had an opportunity to buy this stock around the $16, $17 mark in, the, in, the, in recent weeks, I, I'd probably look to take a little bit off the table just, to, just on that 
you know, rare chance that the BHP might say, you know what, if you're not going to take our bid, we'll walk away. Um, and that way you haven't missed out on that, that upside. Um, for those that are like to take a bit of risk and think that you know there might be more in it then yeah look i i wouldn't be adverse to to buying a little bit of it either i'm just just on a short-term trade that you might get probably a 25 dollar bid going to maybe you know 26 27 dollars um, but you're obviously upside leverage is is fairly limited now i'd be taking the money and going away because bhp can be patient they're not guys who chase assets um, this would have been in the play for a while. I mean, Osmin is the only clean copper play in the Aussie market. They've got really good assets, good management. I mean, BHP can buy this and let it run by itself. And they'll make good money for over the long term. So that's not an issue. But is it, was it cheap? Um, it probably was, but copper is falling. Um, global recession risks are rising, so copper probably will go lower. Um, so in that context, I wouldn't be chasing it. So look, you know, if you're in, if you were in Osmin, um, thank God for BHP, you've just got a massive gain. Take your money, go somewhere else. So there you go. Two different ways to play that. Nathan, I will say at the last investment committee meeting was not, it's not that he wasn't a fan of putting Osmin Rolls in. It's just he thought that a, another resources play might have been better. But uh, I think the investment committee is pretty pleased. They uh, put that into the Osmin's high conviction fund just uh, last week, week before last. So there you go. Yeah, hot. High conviction fund, it looks like it's going to be a high conviction profit taking coming through in the near future. One thing I've always questioned though, these these big, big acquisitions that are made, particularly BHP's got a history as well of not always getting it right. And you mm. do wonder where we sit in the cycle, whether or maybe there was an opportunity a couple of years back when things weren't looking so great that BHP could have used the strength of its balance sheet. But, you know, that's a question to be answered for another day. Yeah, sure is. But uh, yeah, there's, there's that thinking that copper, even if it uh, does go through a bit of a... A tough time through any potential recession. We can talk about that if you like as well. Uh, that the fundamentals in terms of decarbonization are just so strong. And maybe BHP is buying at the right time with the copper price depressed. So we will see. We will see. It'll be interesting to watch that one from here on in. Uh, but as we mentioned earlier, mining stocks were up um, about 2%. Energy sector was looking pretty good as well today. Um, as, in terms of um, reporting season, though, both companies, big companies, headline kind of companies that reported were a bit of a fizzle. I mean, we saw Suncorp down 4% on its results and Horizon was down by 3.5% by the time all was said and done. So this was this was not a great day for those looking at this earnings season, potentially with a bit of optimism and bullishness still in their minds. Yeah, it's... Uh Two idiosyncratic uh, companies, different uh, different factors, but yeah, it was interesting that the first two real major ones to go and kick off the week were both uh, nosed by the market. So we'll see how that goes and whether it's a trend that we'll see throughout reporting season. I dare say that it won't be, but uh, certainly Suncorp, we know about the issues when it comes to uh, climate change, climate risk at the moment, and the challenges of trying to go and deal with that uh, whilst remaining profitable. Uh, you can talk about reinsurance risk and everything else. One thing as well that I had a chat with Steve Johnson, the company's chief executive, in the close today was uh, no, about policyholders. Can they continue to go and pay these uh, no, higher premiums to go and keep the coverage in an environment where everyone's talking about cost of living pressures? That's one factor, I think, that uh, the markets are trying to go and get their head around at this point in time. Interesting. Well, again, we continue to talk about inflation in pretty much every conversation. Uh, that included a conversation we had with Johannes Foles from Morningstar today, talking about food price inflation 
and whether that is enough to make the supermarkets a buy or whether they're fair value. I mean, it came up on the call as well. If you'd like to access that you know, that episode in full, feel free to do so via the show notes. Um, Woolworths was the preferred pick for Nathan and Francesco, who you heard speaking a little bit earlier. Um, but yeah, we've got Johannes Falls in the show notes and he, he details two household names that he's looking to add to the cart. You're welcome, Scuddy. It's a, it's a pun on a food price inflation. Um, another I guess, interesting conversation that we had today, I thought it was interesting, was a conversation with the CEO of Deep Yellow. So in the uranium space, he's making some big moves in terms of consolidation, buying international exposure. Uh, Yeah, had a good chat about what he sees happening in the uranium uh, world and nuclear over the next sort of five years. And he reckons that Deep Yellow is in pole position to take advantage of that from an Aussie listed perspective. Yeah, it's one way to go and become a carbon a carbon zero uh, neutral immediately. Uh, but uh, of course, there are other things that come with uh, nuclear energy and uh, uranium. So that's one of those things that pour over the particular sector. But uh, as time progresses, uh, look, we'll see. There seems to be a lot of uh, no existing reactors that are going down that path of restarting at the moment. So one trend that can probably go in and, and tie your uh, your positive nuclear uh, story to. Yeah, well, I mean, I just anecdotally uh, spent some time with family last week, as you know, and uh, yeah, the nuclear conversation did come up around the dinner table and uh, lots of Aussies around that dinner table and all of whom were in favor of taking a deeper dive into yeah, nuclear and what it has to offer on the path to net zero and a transition to renewable. Interesting stuff. Yeah, absolutely right. It, it, the, the technology that already exists at the moment, uh, it's very different to some of those horror stories we've seen in the past. And small-scale reactors uh, could go and power a lot very efficient nowadays. So it's one of those areas that uh, as things evolve and uh, when we try and, and get to this point where we want to go and have a clean and great future, it may come on the other table a lot more than what's been over recent decades. Yeah, I dare say it will. Okay, Scuddy, there was no big data to speak of here locally. There's not really anything big on the agenda for tonight either. Uh, But again, it's markets digesting all the indications about the U.S. labor market, wage rises, uh, you know, really low unemployment rate, pre-pandemic low unemployment rate, and what that will mean when it comes to Fed thinking. I dare say the inflation report that comes out on Wednesday will also go a long way to informing the view. But um, what do you say? Any hopes of some sort of dovish pivot coming from the Fed? I mean, that that's just not possible when you have a labor market that that's that that's that's that strong. Excuse me. Yeah, we saw the uh, non-farm uh, uh, non-farm payrolls report just blew everything out of the uh, the water. Whether it's you know, average hourly earnings, employment growth, the unemployment rate, everything beat. And on top of what we saw with the non-manufacturing PMI released by the ISM a few days earlier, it really does reinforce that the momentum the U.S. economy is carrying is pretty strong for the time being. So uh, any hopes for a, a Fed policy pivot, probably just that for the time being hopes. It seems to be one-way traffic. Uh, yes, we'll go and uh, see this inflation report. We know the good side of the equation is going to start to go and weaken. We'll see disinflation or even deflation. But it's all about service inflation now, and that's highly correlated with what goes on with wage growth and uh, the U.S. consumer. And from that point of view, it uh, looks like it's going to be pretty strong with inflation stickier than many people expect. That just puts the the Fed on that course towards more aggressive hikes coming through, potentially another 75 in September. Another 75 in September. Well, we will wait and see for that. Uh, But let's get back to equities in light of um, saying that there's not too much new going on in terms of 
well, the economic picture here. We get the weekly read on consumer confidence coming tomorrow. Uh, Oz Minerals, Appin, Sandfire, and Beach were the best performers today. Oz Minerals, as we mentioned, by far. On the losing side of the equation, uh, Umedia was off by about 5%. Look, I couldn't see any news really associated with it. Last week, it had a downgrade coming through from Macquarie, but uh, other than releasing when it's going to be releasing its uh, full year results, didn't see anything. Suncorp, also big underperformers, we mentioned, off by 4%. Uh, we've got um, Horizon on that list as well. Goodman Group, down by 3.3%. It was also discussed on the call today. Uh, yeah, so what else are you looking forward to this week, Scuddy? I feel like we've had a lot of information coming from the RBA. Um, clearly, we'll be paying very close attention to what happens in bond markets. Yeah, absolutely. That's going to be a big factor when it comes to underlying asset valuations. I'm looking forward to getting confirmation that the combination of really strong nominal GDP growth that we've seen over the past uh, couple of quarters, combined with a very strong consumer, I expect that particularly top-line revenue uh, from the Australian corporates is going to be pretty healthy. And of course, uh, what comes with that? The outlook statements. Uh, there's going to be many to come, and including from the Commonwealth Bank, a uh, good reader of what's going on in the, uh, the, the largest part of uh, the Australian sector. So, yeah. Good, uh, good times ahead. Yeah, so CBA on Wednesday. We'll be speaking with Matt Common in the wake of that. Uh, tomorrow, REA Group. So REA CEO Owen Wilson will be joining us at about 10.30 a.m. That's Sydney time. So we'll be discussing, uh, well, how it's got caught up in a lot of this tech sell-off. Um, properties, always a really big uh, point of interest with REA Group. Scotty, you can email me any questions you might have for Owen Wilson, and I'd open it up to you, our listeners, as well. You can tweet to me if there's anything that you'd particularly like to know as a shareholder. I know it's hard right now because we don't have the results out, but yeah, I'm always open to suggestions. We're a we're a friendly bunch here at Ausbiz, aren't we, Scuddy? Absolutely. I would go and ask Owen just to go and get mm -hmm. ahead of the curve. Uh, is a is a housing downturn where we see an increase in listing something that's bullish for the company? Uh, when it comes to earnings results. I dare say it would be. Yeah, because oftentimes when the market is really tight, it's actually not a good thing, you know, counterintuitively for the likes of REA Group because they want plenty of listings and volume coming through. So I'll do it for you, Scuddy. I hope you watch. I hope you all watch ausbiz.com.au. We love having you listening to the podcast, but there's just, there's, we can't get through all of the information in uh, this short chat that we have to end the day. Speaking of, Scuddy, should we wrap it? Let's wrap it up. Until tomorrow. Good night. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.